on the next episode of Sip Suds and Smokes. Here's the spirits we're going to be discussing today. So we have from Belfour Spirits, we have their bourbon whiskey finished with Texas pecan wood. Pecan. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm looking right at him. Pecan. Pecan. A pecan is what you pee in on a road trip. A pecan that's what, that's what is you a wonderful nut you I make pralines you. from. I'm from the South. It's a mayonnaise jar where I come from. Why would you do it in a can? It doesn't have a lid. Then you knock it over and it's all <laughs> over the floor. And then your dad reaches in the back and starts hitting you. Southern wisdom yeah. at its best. Exactly. Also from Belfour Spirits, we've got their rye whiskey. And from Pinhook, we have the Bohemian Bourbon 2020, the Bourbon War 2019, the Bohemian Bourbon High Proof 2020, Tis Rye Time 2020, and Ride On 2020. And from Cream of Kentucky, we have their bourbon batch number five. We'll be right back after this break. live from the dude in the basement studios why because that's where the good stuff is it sips suds and smokes with your smoking host the good old boys It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. That's because it's about the only thing on at 2 a.m. Thank God. I know. Yeah, makes us number one. No competition. Yeah, exactly. Small pool. <laughs> Rather be the big fish in a small pool. So, Well, this is a one-hour show at not entertaining for an hour, though. No. No. <laughs> it's no, an hour show. It's an hour show. Those were facts. We could do it naked, and it's still not going to be entertaining. It's yeah. It might be a scary show. <laughs> it might be repulsive. Yeah. It might be actionable, I think, would be the word. <laughs> All right. Well, this, this is Maid Man Bob, and joining me today are Maid Man Brent. I like the uh, assortment of hockey pucks in the area. It's very nice addition to the basement. What was, uh, uh, um, reminds me of the comedian. What, um, called everybody a hockey puck. Oh, God, I can see his face. CPO Sharky. Uh, what are you Rickles, talking Don about? Rickles. Uh, he called everybody a hockey puck. Don't seriously? You yeah. I know who that. Rickles is. How old You're are not you? not that much older than me, dude. Jesus. He's a legend. He's I actually paid attention. You. Yeah. Everything's younger than him. I could cut him in half. I couldn't count the rings. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they're brown. Yeah. And Maid Man Maury. Good morning. Pleasure to be here in the basement. I love what you did with the hay on the floor. Um, it's like you're expecting somebody to come graze. Street hockey. Okay. Yeah. Hey, we're dealing with horses today. Thoroughbreds. <laughs> and, hey. and good old boy, Justin. Hey, good morning, eh? I think he, that, that's his really sad accent for Canada. Very sad accent for Canada. <laughs> I'd like to apologize. To our friends in Canada, to Terrence and Philip in particular, because <laughs> that's just sad. I mean, and to Celine Dion. So, <laughs> dear God, help us all. And good old boy Harmeet. 
Thanks for having me, Bob. Uh, this is my Canadian accent because I lived in Canada and was a citizen from the time I was three till I was, till I was 13 years old. Until they figured it out and then they cast you out. Did you moved, get deported, eh? We moved to America, and now I'm American. But they took a, took a while before I got to see Jesus citizen. Christ. I know. Let's, Let's be honest. In. Let's but be I, was, honest. I, was, I, was, I lived in Winterpeg, man. You're, you're, I, but I'm, I'm looking forward to Justin's Canadian accent. I like Nobody's this. looking forward to Justin's <laughs> Canadian accents. Take what off, Hoser. <laughs> Take off, eh? Hoser. Oh. Hey. Yeah, this is not, this is not looking good. No. So our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and anything else you can drink. And here's the spirits we're going to be discussing today. So we have from Belfour Spirits, we have their bourbon whiskey finished with Texas pecan wood. Pecan. I'm waiting. I'm, I'm looking right at him. Pecan. I'm a pecan is what you pee in on a road trip. A pecan that's what, that's what is you a wonderful nut you make pralines you. from. I'm from the South. It's a mayonnaise jar where I come from. Why would you do it in a can? It doesn't have a lid. Then you knock it over and it's all <laughs> over the floor. And then your dad reaches in the back and starts hitting you. Southern wisdom yeah. at its best. Exactly. It's got it a lid on it. It teaches you balance. It teaches you balance. You hold the pecan. Nobody pees in a can. What are you? No Ralph pees in a can. Sitting next to Ralph Macchio over here. Wax on, wax off. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah, so, you really should just use the milk jug. Dear Lord. Just so, use the milk jug. Also from Belfort Spirits, we've got their rye whiskey. And from Pinhook, we have the Bohemian Bourbon 2020, the Bourbon War 2019, the Bohemian Bourbon High Proof 2020, Tis Rye Time 2020, and Ride On 2020. And from Cream of Kentucky, we have their bourbon batch number five. So we're going to have, against my better judgment. You don't have better judgment on no this No judgment. One. There's no judgment. <sighs> yep. I, uh, I just died. It's I prefer not, not to insult Canada, but you know, let Justin do it. <laughs> it's just—it's not gonna—it's not gonna work out for us. With I him. disavow any knowledge or responsibility for what's about to come out of Justin's mouth. I'm just putting that on paper right now. Take you off, watched, or have you even watched off. any Letter Kenny yet? Have you watched any Letter Kenny on Hulu? Got to watch some Letter Kenny. All right, work go ahead. Me. Give go us ahead. the sips ratings. Okay, one sip. Hoser, give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Now, now, now I, I just want you to focus right now. Okay, listen. How's it going, eh? Okay, that, that is a Canadian accent, okay? Two, Very bad sound quality. Two sips. Nice. What else do you have, huh? Hey, it's hey, nobody says, hey. huh? Okay, okay, like okay. drunken <laughs> leprechaun. Okay, now, listen carefully. Take off. Take Got off. Got it? Okay. Three sips. Hmm, interesting. What was this again, Hoser? Interesting. That's that's the thing that people forget. Yeah. Every other sentence should have Hoser in it. Otherwise, people won't think you're Canadian. Is that really a Canadian term? It's from Bob and Doug McKenzie on... Um, yeah, I'm doing Doug McKenzie, so you got it right. there you go. Don't mess with me. You yeah. like Fred. I've got a million sound effects. Very impressive, right, Bob. Keep going. I tell you. Okay, four sips. Let's keep this secret to ourselves. Pour me another or take off. Classified. There you go. Take you got the take off in there? Don't okay, okay. On five sips, I'm gonna give you a pro tip. Everybody in Canada loves Tim Hortons. You gotta work that in there. <laughs> Whatever. But five sips. Oh my, I was unaware anything could be this good, even Tim Hortons. 
Oh my goodness! Yeah. Hey, yeah. don't you ever, yeah. ever make fun of yeah. Tim Hortons. Can I get you a beer, uh, back bacon? There you go. I got a computer full, man. You know what I do miss in, in Canada when you go get pretty much every restaurant? I remember seeing malt vinegar on the tables for your fries. Nobody right. does that here. Yeah. Right. There's a couple places here. You got to search it out, though. Mm. And poutine. Five guys, actually. Yeah, poutine's that's yeah. Quebecois. I'm not, that's I was right, from eh? Manitoba, yeah. man. Hey. I'm never First a poutine guy. time I went to Scotland, I'm in Glasgow by myself. I want to get something to eat. Don't feel like going to a, like a sit down restaurant by myself. I'm walking down the street. I see a five guys. Like, really? Seriously. So I'm going to go get a five guys so I can take a picture and send it back to my boys because they'll get a kick out of it. So I go in there. And then when I go up to the little thing there with the, you know, the cups with the ketchup, there's the big thing of ketchup. And then there's like a five gallon pump tub of mayonnaise because I love Scotland, but dear award. The life expectancy's got to be like forty-eight. That's there. that's just bad. Dude. I mean, how can you eat fries with mayonnaise? I, I, Although you know, I kind of understand. But forty-eight that, that, years <sighs> in Scotland's like a hundred yeah. years in Kentucky. So, dear Lord, yeah. man. All right, so let's have Brent tell us about our first whiskey. Thanks, Bob. We're going to be talking about uh, Belfour Spirits, and it's the creation of Hockey Hall of Famer and and the Stanley Cup champion goalie Ed the Eagle Belfour. Oh yeah. Oh, he's a legend. Dang right. After an amazing 20-year career in the NHL, Mr. Belfour began work on his next career of building a whiskey brand. Working along his son and his daughter, it is truly a family business. For Ed Belfour, hockey is just the beginning of the legacy he wishes to leave. He left a pretty good one in hockey. Yeah, all right. So this first spirit is- Stanley Cup winner, man. Yeah. This is the Belfour Spirits Bourbon Whiskey, finished with Texas Pecan Wood, 92 proof, 46% ABV, non-age stated. Uh, this expression was inspired by a 300-year-old oversized pecan tree on the Belfour Ranch in North Texas. This bourbon was first aged in American white oak barrels and then spent extra time mellowing with added staves of this Texas pecan wood. Did they so, cut down the 300-year-old tree and make staves? Well, I don't, it's I don't unclear think, whether that staves are no, from I'm that sure tree. No, I'm sure that inspired they... Inspired by or sacrificed right, Inspired by right, <laughs> the tree still there. They didn't sacrifice the old tree. You know? <laughs> no, they went to California and chopped down a giant redwood. That's right. That's what they did. The Texas redwood tree. Yeah, exactly. But uh, nice, uh, nice light... Nice light color on this. It hasn't quite fully developed the the it's, deep the deepness. It's of, a light uh, copper. Yeah, looks nice and stuff. On the nose, you get some uh, you get some roasted nuts. I get a little bit of mint, and I get a little bit of hot pepper. I mean, a hot not a little bit, a lot of hot pepper, I should say. Nothing like the next one. Well, here. you know, you on definitely the, get on a little cayenne on the yeah, uh, like a little, yeah. On the palate, you get some butterscotch, a little bit of creme brulee, and you get this warming jalapeno that just covers your mouth. It just it just coats your mouth. It's like you wonder what if that if they actually got that right from the pecan wood, if that's what 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 it turned to like this. I'm wondering know? what causes that, Bob. You you smoke with pecan wood. The, the pecan doesn't doesn't impart this. this pepper, I mean, it's, does it? it's like they yeah, it, it does. Does a little it? bit, yeah, yeah. It gives it some spice. A little yeah. bit of spice yeah. to it, but I mean, you just don't expect it like this. On so. the bark of the brisket you make from pecan wood, it's going to have this really? cayenne okay. Maybe I kind used. of yeah. thing going on. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's different, you know. And the finish is a little bit. You get some smoky vanilla, but you still get that spice. You get that warmingness, that warmness, right? You know, just uh, coat your mouth, and it just lingers on. So, 
Um, really enjoyed this. Uh, it's it's different. It's unique. There's nothing else like it out there on the market. Like you know, like yeah, this. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's not something I'm going to say. Okay, I have to rush out and I have to buy it right now. Hmm. You know, but but it is. I like what they've it's done to it. It's really yeah. interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting what they've done to it. So, um, you didn't get chocolate on this, Brent. It's good old boy Harmeet. I'm, I'm getting chocolate. I got no there. chocolate. Uh, on no the chocolate. nose. On the nose. I think you're having a carb craving, Harm. I might be having your a carb craving. Your yeah. carb craving. There's a, there's a hint of chocolate. All that pepper he was talking about is there. There's pecan wood like that. To me, it's like, it smells more of the nuttiness. But maybe I just don't know the pecan wood. Maybe I'm getting more of the nuttiness rather than the wood, the wood because I don't really smoke with pecan. But it's smooth. It's got that creme brulee. It's got that sweetness. But on the finish, it's all about that spice and smoke. It's a, it's it's like a direct jalapeno finish. It really is. You yeah, know? it's it. It was more um, red pepper when we opened the yeah. bottle. Yeah, right. I, I and was, it's the oxygen. Now it's more green green jalapeno. I find this the next expression has much more jalapeno than this. Oh one. yeah, yeah. If, but that one's not used in pecan wood, so I, it makes me wonder. That's right. Something no, there's, I don't think so. I mean, I, I, still, the information I got is what I got. So, Right. So. Well, we're going to rate this one uh, two sips. Well, isn't that nice? Hey, and we're back, and we just finished tasting the uh, Belfort Spirits bourbon whiskey, finished in Texas pecan wood, and we gave that two sips, bordering on three. Um, very interesting whiskey. Uh, again, like Brent said, never had anything quite like it. I mean, sometimes you say that and you go, I never had anything like it. Well, you know, this is. This I don't want anything like it. No, yeah, this, this, this is, is not like that. We, honestly, we want this to revisit very, this. One. This is very interesting. And I think given a few more years, this could really turn into something. So let's, let's go on to our next spirit from Belfour, and we're going to have Harm tell us about that one. Thank you, Bob. The Belfour Spirits Rye Whiskey is 90 proof, 45% ABV. The color is a little bit deeper than the previous one. Nice burnished copper. And the nose is, this is a weird whiskey. It's unique, just like the last one. So it's, I don't know what to say. At first, when we first poured this whiskey, all I smelt was cayenne and high acid. That's like, is there Tabasco in my whiskey? I mean, I've been known to add Tabasco to whiskey. People have been known to do that. It's a thing, apparently. But this is... Not something I've had Indian a thing or what it's kind a of thing freaking is? southern thing. You know, George Dickel makes a Tabasco flavored whiskey too. That right? I know. Yeah, I'm not yeah. drinking it. It's the only time I've seen. I put it in chili. Make yeah, well, chili. this this smells like this has been this has been seasoned with some chili, but it's 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 crazy. It was like all about cayenne, and and then it evolved. The cayenne blew off. Yeah, it changed. But so right now, I'm getting caramel and vanilla. But peppers as well, dark chocolate. Yeah, I definitely get caramel, the dark vanilla. But before, I never got any caramel at first. I didn't get any vanilla. I'm not getting those. Uh, I'm still not getting the, the rye. The rye notes that I'm used to, like the no. rye notes are usually I, the types of rye I like have citrus, but there's no citrus here. This is very different, more like bourbony notes with peppers. And I don't understand where that's coming from. Is this also? I, we don't know if this has also been finished with pecan wood or not. I don't know. We don't believe it was finished with I know. Wood. So I would think if it was, they would have mentioned it on the label, but I don't know. On the palate. The citrus I was missing on the on the nose comes back. I got orange and vanilla and then jalapenos. What the hell? Jalapenos. Major jalapenos. Yeah. And the finish is pretty long. 
this even though they be... burned off on the nose, it still comes through on the palate. It's still there. It's still yeah. there. Yeah. But it's it, but it's not the red cayenne Tabasco thing I was getting before. Right. This, this is no. It's green. definitely switched to a green vegetal um, jalapeno. It's. I. Where is this coming from? This is more. The first one was more the vegetal kind of raw jalapeno. This, this is, is more like cooked jalapeno. It's a little bit more of the spice and not as green to me. Yeah, I agree with you, Bob. It's more sweet. Yeah. The, 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 the sweetness of the peppers that, there. It's still that jalapeno spice, but it's... it's what it's, what are yeah. they doing? I, mean, I want to visit would, these would, people, find out Honestly, I, I like this one. <laughs> yeah, you would almost think it would be reversed because this is like a sweeter and you would expect it spicier. Yeah. And the other one had a little bit more, you know, so they're almost reversed in a way. Yeah. yeah. But it, again, like he said, the the... the the pepper died down a bit on the Justin, nose. what do you think? What happened there for you? I, I want to pair this with chili. <laughs> I know. I think it's really going to work. And it's going to be better chili. than some of its Nachos. parts. That's what I think. What, what doesn't Nachos. pair with chili? Come on, chili, a little cheddar, top tops. Yeah, but, but chili, save the heat cake, because you got the heat pie, with the whiskey. Anything. But it's really not heat. It's really jalapeno flavor more yeah. than heat. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's no, not I'm, yeah. spice. I'm getting some heat on the finish. There's some heat There's on the finish. Yeah, I'm getting There's a little spice. It's not going to tear you up, but no. it's going to be my a nice compliment. I'm, my, I'm not, my head's not sweating and my nose isn't running, but it's, right. it's got some. There's some there. Yeah, it's a very unique spirit, uh, I must admit. Uh, it makes you wonder whether they once had a jalapeno farm on the property or whether or not there's something in the distillation process that they're picking up these esters. that In the terroir. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, a very interesting whiskey. So our rating for the Belfour Spirits Rye Whiskey is going to be three sips. Interesting. So we're going to go to Justin, and he's going to tell us a little bit about uh, the folks from Pinhook. All right. So pinhooking is a term used in the thoroughbred industry to describe the annual practice of purchasing yearling horses, training them, and reselling them as race-ready two-year-olds. It's called flipping horses. There's a show on, on TLC, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I get mine in the warehouse sales, That's you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Rather than blending barrels to create a standard flavor profile for the brand, each year the folks at Pinhook release a new vintage of bourbons and rice blended from the best barrels available at that moment in time, with each bottling dedicated to a promising young thoroughbred. Yeah, these are real horses, by the yeah. way. These these are horses that, that they're uh, one of the partners in this company is actually a guy who does this. So, so business. two businesses that frequently yeah. lose money. This guy's brave. <laughs> Through a combination of careful barrel selection, blending in small batches, and meticulous proofing, each pinhook vintage has a personality as unique as the horse on the label. Since their establishment, like many startups, they source barrels from MGP in Indiana. However, for the last few years, they've been contract distilling using their own proprietary mash bills at Castle and Key Distillery. And if you've never been to Castle and Key, it is beautiful. It used to be the old Taylor Distillery. So our first bourbon that we're getting into is the Pinhook Bohemian Bourbon 2020, 95 proof or 47.5 alcohol by volume. And no, I didn't do the math myself. <laughs> it's on the paper. <laughs> Non-chill filtered, no age statement, 75% corn, 15% rye, and 10% malted barley. Contract distilled for Pinhook at Castle and Key, 
the formerly the historic Old Taylor Distillery. Stuff stuff that Justin already knew, but now he's reading off the <laughs> script for you. <laughs> he, he already told you this because he was jumping ahead. This is the first <laughs> bourbon to be released from Castle and Key since Old Taylor was closed in 1972, ironically the year I was born. A total of 100 barrels were blended and proofed by Sean Joseph's Pinhook's co-founder and master taster to create this bourbon. There was nothing ironic about that. That's just coincidence. Right. It's coincidentally the year you were born. <laughs> so, color of this is a nice light brown on the nose. <laughs> Orange peel, candy pecans, clove. On the palate, I got tropical fruit notes and caramel. And on the finish, almond and cinnamon. And it was pretty pleasant. What did you think, Harm? Well, to me, this is weird because I've done this whiskey before. I've done a bunch of these pinhooks in a in a Zoom event we did because we, we everybody we can't do tastings in the stores anymore, so we do everything on Zoom. And uh, one of the, the the master taster actually joined us from Castle and Key, or actually he was in I think he was he was in he wasn't in uh, Castle and Key. He was in somewhere else, New Orleans. He was in New Orleans. That's right. That's right. Bob Bob was there. And it tastes a little bit different from the first one. I think this just didn't enough air. But at I didn't get the nose. You 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 hit the nose what normally I would get. But for me, the nose didn't come through like this time. It was like it smelled younger. I'm getting more of the nuttiness. It's all about almonds. Almonds and a little bit of tropical fruit and a tiny bit of spice. I was surprised. This you one's know, muted. I harm as yeah. much as I hate to admit it, I would agree with you 110% on this. It's almonds. muted, right? Um, muted nose, mm. almonds, a little bit of hint of tropical fruit, hint of spice. It's pleasant. It's interesting. It's a little bit young for my palate. Uh, for me, it just needs a little more time, and I think it may evolve pretty nicely. Uh, there's nothing inherently wrong with it. It's just, um, it's just pleasant. You I need think maybe water. needs more air because you need to add water. Add yeah. water? Yeah, there you go. It definitely opens it up. Because the thing is, when we did this, what we do is we mail out little 30 milliliter samples of everything. So we did, I think we did eight bourbons that day, eight bourbons and rice. Yeah. And uh, everybody got a little 30 mil sampler, but, you know, I, I oh, yeah. filled the bottles like a week before. Yeah, the, the orange oh, peel yeah, pops. Oh, so, yeah, yeah see, the water makes all the difference. The more. orange peel pops, the, the clove pops on the nose. Yeah. And yeah. It's, it's not just caramel, it's like dulce de leche. Once it's, you put some water yeah. in it, it's just... Tongue coat. This is this is the thing, and you know what? I I can't believe I didn't put water this time. I usually do. I might have put a little too much water. Is there any left? Here, smell, smell this. Just just smell, smell mine. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely got a lot more going on Here with the got, water. Find the bottle. It opened it up a lot. Find the bottle. Anyway, oh yeah. So this is this is where it's at now. This is what I remember because when we did this tasting, this was something I was really impressed by. Because there are younger, these are younger whiskeys, but they're really well done. Brett, it's very well done. It's and as you said, the water, the water really brings everything out in it. With a couple yeah. drops of water, just pushes this right to your palate. I, what the, a rookie the, mistake I made! I'm the, the one who's always advocating the, for water. And I didn't even and, do it. And the thing with the, about this with the finish is that the finish, you know, I, I know this can't be too old. I mean, just a few years old, but the finish just lingers on, hmm. which is something that and that's you're something not I get with all of theirs. Yeah, all of the stuff I've had in Pimhug always has a good finish. It's, you you, you can't kind of, believe that you can get. I I believe this is a four year old whiskey. 
I don't think it's five yet. But what does it mean on the label crop 2020? Does that not mean it was well, so grown this is the thing. or distilled the, in 2020? Every year they about, make a new batch. Every year there's a new batch. They let you know. So this is basically the vintage, listening. vintage age bourbon. You're, you're welcome, Justin. He was listening close to you. I yeah, well no that I know but I, the the uh, the crop crop twenty twenty means this is the twenty twenty release not the not the harvest of the barley and next year the barley the the release and next year they will make a new blend and it'll be the twenty twenty one and it'll probably have a different name because it'll have a different horse every horse yeah every every uh, every label has a different horse which is a real horse either they own or they they it's they like I'm sorry I talked to Sean on the phone for probably an hour and I'm sorry Sean but I forget who the gentleman is but the guy who does these drawings i think he's an illustrator for the new york times oh, i mean yeah. a fairly famous guy and and obviously a pretty dang good artist because i mean the, the drawings are they're beautiful beautiful they're just the light and shading are amazing well, the, the packaging is gorgeous and i love the fact that they all have a different color wax and the wax picks up the label the packaging's beautiful they're all pastel color it's like a pastel color and all, all of them but well, we need to get moving because we so, got a bunch to go so okay we are going to be giving the pinhook bohemian bourbon Three sips. Interesting. So we're moving on to the next one. Let's have Maury tell us about that one. I think that might actually get better than three sips. That's we need to. Um, yeah, I'm well, Maury, Maury, go. go. All right. The Pinhook Bourbon War 2019, 98 proof, 49% ABV, four years, 75% corn, 20.5% rye, and 4.5% malted barley. The first bourbon release of Pinhook's Vertical Series. Each year for the next nine years, the blender at Pinhook will select 150 barrels to blend for that year's release, starting with this blend of four-year bourbon and eventually ending the series with a blend of 12-year bourbon. Interesting this was, concept. Yeah, it's an interesting concept. I and love this concept. I think this is great. Yeah. Not only are they doing vintage releases, but they're doing this is. But these are not just vintage. These are these are the same whiskey aged an extra year. So Correct. cool. Before we were doing a vintage release, but now we're doing the extra. This has a beautiful color, a little bronzy, coppery. Um, this got much more going on in the nose, a little cedar, a little tropical fruit. I think if you look hard, you can find some butterscotch in there. Mm. On the palate, it's got it's got a nice palate. It's a much more traditional bourbony palate. You've got some uh, roasted nuts, some clove, some spice. A little bit of toffee, maybe brown sugar. Um, it's got a medium finish. I think it's a very nice whiskey. Uh, for my palate, it's a little bit of a step up from the previous one. So I liked it. I thought it was well made. Brad, Rob, what do you think? Brent, Justin? Yeah, this one, this one is on the nose. I actually got a wet forest. You know, because I got some <laughs> forest, uh, f- forest floor or wet forest. What's wet forest. When you say oh, wet oh, forest, you talking like a rainstorm or it's a, just a very exciting. He's talking yeah, about gump. Exactly, he's talking know? about gump and some things you don't want to know about. So it's a no, forest. So it's, uh, it's a forest that's really excited to see you. <laughs> it's nice, but you know, <laughs> one thing. Uh, happy. One thing about this one that, that caught me was on the finish. It was ver- it was a little bit dry with wood tannins. Hmm. You know, it's a, just a little bit of bitterness to it. Yeah, but once you, you would water, get in an older whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You'd think it was yeah. older when you're when you're yeah. tasting it and stuff. Add a little bit of water to it. Again, this one really pops. Yeah. You know, it's uh just a drop and it opens up. And the finish just the finish just lingers on with this one again. It's gotten the, better with air. I must admit, when it was first in the glass, I was not overly impressed, but it's definitely improved. Yeah. I'm, I'm the, telling you, when we did this with with uh, with Sean and uh, online on yeah. Zoom, because I I you know, I I prepared the samples of, you know, almost a week earlier, they got air. 
and we tasted them. They were like popping without water. But now with water, they're amazing. They're great. I like it. Justin, what'd you think? I think it's really interesting they're going to do each bourbon all the way up to 12 years. Because I think a lot of bourbons are going to peak between 6 and 10 years. So you get to A lot of bourbons peak at 9 max. Yeah, 12 is a lot. So you're going to see the year that it peaks, and then you're going to see what happens after the peak. So I'm really looking forward to the whole series. I thought I, this one was very good. A I'm already than sold out one. of this one. I've got number five. Just can't five no. years. Just came this in. is begging for a vertical. We're going to be so uh, giving the Pinhook Bourbon War 2019 three sips. Interesting. All right. For me, bordering for me, bordering on four. But yeah, I would go. All right. So Harm's going to tell us about our next one. So the Pinhook Bohemian Bourbon High Proof 2020, 114.5 proof, 57.25 ABV, non-age... Uh, What's sorry. the square root of the ABV? <laughs> I, I have a calculator somewhere. Hey, Google. What's, <laughs> What's the, the square, square root, root of 57.25? Yeah. Hey, hey, Alexa, do you have Alexa in here? No. All right, good. She's, she's not spying that you. woman in my house. She's spying. Oh, keep coming. Let's All go. right. So a non-age statement, 75% corn, 15% rye. 10% malted barley. The color is a beautiful uh, reddish gold. The nose is all about brioche for me. Now, I have not added water to this. To me, it's all about brioche and a little bit of lemon and a lot of vanilla. And it's like that buttery pastry thing going on. The, the, it's all about toffee and cocoa and almonds. Great, great whiskey. And that was all my notes before I added the water. And right now I'm adding the water. And looking at that beautiful louche, this is nice and oily. Oh, now, citrus. Tiny bit more citrus comes out. Um, a little more tropical. I actually liked it without the water. I like that high proof. You you guys are turning me into a, into a proof hound. You're turning me into a proof hound. I liked it 114. It's inevitable. Justin? I think this tastes like a Jamaican beef patty. What? Yeah, it's got all the texture, elements, and notes of a Jamaican beef patty. Mild, not you know, spicy. I expected a lot from you, but I didn't see that coming. A Jamaican no, I beef didn't patty. see that coming. I'm on Jamaican beef patty. No. You've got that bready note from the, the from the crust? Is yeah, that what's going on? I've got the crust. What yeah, is the umami? The I don't get the umami from the I think it tastes like patty. a Jamaican bobsled. But. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's ignore Justin. Don't Bob, worry, be happy. <laughs> <sighs> I just, I, I'm at all. Can't think. Um, <laughs> you can't after that one. Know you're cheating on it. I, I, oh, yeah. I know. Let's 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 combine the pecan. Oh no 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 the the rye from. Um, from what was that? Well, the brioche. Belfort. The brioche the is Belfort. still there. The brioche yeah, is yeah, still yeah. there. That pastry is still there, even with the water. It did. I was worried that that would go away because I love the nose, but it mm. definitely. It opened up so much. The toffee got bigger. I got tropical fruits. I got some cocoa on it. The almonds and the walnuts. It's still a little hot on my nose, though. Yeah. You know what? If we put the Belfort rye with the, all the jalapeno and like that Tabasco note with the Jamaican patty. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't worry. Eat patty. One thing with this one on the nose, and I got the citrus fruits. I really, I wrote down Fruit Loops. It really hit me as Fruit Loops when I first. Had. Oh yeah, and when you I first poured it. But yeah, yeah, when I first poured yeah, it. When it know, first came out, yeah, it was like Fruit Loops. It's, it's kind of, it's yeah. kind of mellowed off a little bit, especially after you add the water to it. Yeah. That that you just get a yeah. little bit of citrus fruit flavor to it, but not as much. But again, the finish on this one, and I have to keep reiterating this, is that these finishes 
are so much better than you expect from this kind of from this long and beautiful great yeah. grip yeah yeah yes. it's i mean for a whiskey of the ages that these are they're, they're definitely out punch yeah. It's yeah. got I legs too. Yeah. I get like a roasted lemon. Well, they've on got the finish. like he said, when you put the water in, you get a little bit of a loose. There's an oiliness to it. So I mean, yeah. they're they're running the still right. They're doing a good job. So, um, you know, hopefully they'll they'll keep sourcing from Castle and Key because uh, their stuff just is. Well, I'd love to see what really it looks like stuff. with a little more age on it. It's all it's custom. Right well, that's, well, that's what next yeah. year's for. Yeah, yeah. that's what next year's We're giving the Bohemian Bourbon High Proof three sips. Seriously, four man. I wanted four. Ah. Hey, and we're back, and we are discussing some lovely whiskeys from the folks at Pinhook. So we're getting on to our next one, which is the Pinhook Tis Rye Time. Let me find it. It's like, isn't it great when you have to look at a pile if of you, glasses if you and figure out which one If you underscore this one, Bob, I will cut somebody. So I'm Pinhook still smelling the Tis Rye Time. learn how to use a knife. Yeah. <laughs> 2020, it's 97 proof, 48.5 ABV, four years old, 95 rye, and five malted barley. Uh, the inaugural rye release uh, from Pinhook's Vertical Series, uh, like the Bourbon Vertical Series, each year for the next nine years. The blenders of Pinhook are going to select 50 barrels to blend for that year's release, starting with the four and working their way up to the 12. So it's got a beautiful color on it, nice. Nice Do we know if this brown. is uh, sourced from uh, MGP? Well, ninety-five-five gives it away. I agree. It, Just asking. I don't have papers on it, but you know, Tastes reasonable like it. guess. It's I got the know. mintiness too. Um, but it's got a nice on the nose. I get, I get a little bit of uh, a little bit of citrus. Underneath, though, I get this. Like right underneath, I get this this basis of, of like blackstrap molasses. At the top note, I get cotton candy. What Harm said, pineapple. I get pineapple big time on the nose. I didn't say that except off the air. You're, you're 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 divulging secrets. And it's got it's got a nice in the middle, like a nice English toffee. Oh, and on the palate, this is so good. Mm, mm. On the palate again, that molasses really comes through for me. Um, you've got a little bit of a, a, a cedar note, um, some baking spice. It's got uh, it's got a little bit of a spice on on the on the palate, and again, like all their other stuff, uh, for a four year whiskey, a pretty impressive finish. I mean, it doesn't go on and on and on, but it I, doesn't taste like anybody else's. You know, I, I've had I've had five year you know rise, plenty of them um, that don't have you know. I finished it's any longer, uh, certainly. So uh, they're, they're you know they're doing good work. So really nice one. What'd you think, Brent? Yeah, this one on the nose, I really got the oranges and the toffee. Yeah, right. I mean, it's just it's a little bit almost overpowering with that, you know. Uh, the with the mouth with their mouth feel, it's everything in the middle to your back of your the to your back of your mouth just so coats it nice and beautiful. You don't expect this. This is not like a well, it's a ninety five five rye. It's doesn't have all those rye spices that you have like overpowering sometimes sometimes you you know you get some of those wood tannins at an early stage or you know it hasn't but um this one is very well blended i like this one he's doing it's, a great job with the blending 50 casks every uh every year right yeah this, uh this, this is, is 50 the other one was 150 yeah this one for the rye one is 50 yes mm -hmm. and it's um uh, I, it's gonna be so interesting to see where this goes i just uh it's 
Yeah, I'm, big looking deal. I'm looking I've seen Brent go through 50 casts in a weekend. I know. Big deal. See, well, I Brent, get a lot of the things that you guys Brent's talk superpower. about more on the palate than the nose. Oh, I got that mean a whole, cotton a whole candy weekend? on the palate. <laughs> the pineapple I got a little on the palate. I got more mint and eucalyptus I on don't the get the cotton candy. That's the only thing I disagree with Bob. The cotton on candy one. I get in the very, bit. very tip of the nose. I got a teeny bit on the yeah. back of the palate at the very end towards mm. the f- end of the finish. Um, but I think Justin agrees with me. There's definitely mint. some mint mm-hmm. uh, on the nose. Yeah. Well, the mint comes out when you put the water in. Put a drop water in the mint pops out for this one when we you know we talk, i've talked about the long finish on these this one had the shortest finish of all the other ones though yeah oh yeah it you did know, but i mean one, still for right. a four-year rye i mean it's it's, it's this is still respectable whiskey yeah and, yes. and i want to taste the five-year we haven't got the five-year-old yet but uh they're not this is not part of the vertical series i, I know some it, store that has the five-year-old coming in i have the five of the, not the ver- i have the five-year-old vertical already in the bourbon but this is not part of the vertical tis rye times is just this release. No, it's vertical. No, this, oh, geez, what am I thinking? The second vertical. I've been drinking. You're right, yes. The rye's not in. The bourbon is in. We're waiting for the rye. There you, you go. You weren't even born with the sense God gave the common dog. Nope. You're going to have to call an Uber for me later. Yeah, well, good luck with that one. Yeah. I ain't spending money on you. He's <laughs> hypoglycemic. Check your sugar. You're probably around 30 right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to be giving the pin hook to his rye time 2020. Four sips. Mm. That's classified. So we're moving on to our next one from Pinhook, and we're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Thanks, Bob. This is uh, the Pinhook Ride On. I like the little, the you know, the little wording uh, thing of Ride On. I mean, like R Y E apostrophe D. Right. It's a ninety-seven proof. He still has his keep on trekking shirt. So I think we call that a play on words. Yeah, I like it though. 48.5% 48.5% ABV, non-chilled filtered, 20% corn, 60% rye, 20% malted barley. The 2020 flagship rye release is the inaugural expression of Pinnock using our proprietary mash bill, developed, distilled, and aged over two years at Castle and Key Distillery in Frankfort, Kentucky. Our latest rye was blended and proofed by Sean Josephs, our master distiller. So, the th- Master taster. Yeah, master so. taster. Master taster. Yes, he's so, a master blender, taster, baiter. It, he's a fisherman. I didn't know uh, he was a baiter. The um, so the baiter, like you are my father. This has got just a light, light oh, copper sorry. color to it. It's very, it's it's very light compared to some of the other ones that we had. But the thing that gets me on this one is right off the bat on the nose, I get peaches and cinnamon. Almost all peaches. It's like it's you know very very unique. The on yeah. the palate. On the palate, you get. Uh, I say it's apricot. Apricot? I it's say apricot. It's not the apricot is you actually coming apricot, out. Yeah, I say apricot. Right. Apricot. Yeah. Apricot? So. <laughs> no, no. Apricot is some sort of weird bow. Pecan. That's what he pees in. Gorilla gorilla oh, you beat yeah. me to it. <laughs> so, yeah, on the, on the palate, you're gonna, you get peaches, you get toffee. Can. It's apricot. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah, you get toffee, cherries, a little bit of mild baking spice. And then, again, on this one, this has got a beautiful finish to it. I just uh, you get and but the peaches follows through from the nose to the finish. That's something that peaches. Peaches to me are juicier and sweeter. This is apricot. I got cherry apricot. I got much more cherry cherry. on the palate than uh, any peach or apricot or apricot. What do you get, Justin? Uh, Whatever Simeon you like is you know fine with me. I get dry peaches. I get squirrel monkey on the palate (laughs) and a little bit of clove kicker. The organ grinder. And the finish is long. 
but not my favorite finish. But it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, I enjoy this. Please it's, try not to be so wordy. It, <laughs> it, it is one. Of, it is probably their most interesting yeah, one Jesus, of dude, all come of them. On. Yeah, it's shut it down. Very, I mean, we, it's very unique. It's, it's okay, very that's the second time I heard very unique today. Either it's unique or it's not. Unique is a superlative. There's no such thing as very unique. No such thing as very unique. That's the doctor over there and you, the ex-coastie. I got a literary very Nazi unique. sitting next to yeah. me. Yeah, awesome. It's either unique or it's not. Okay. Right in and not, tell us, folks. It's is that kind of like very pregnant or not? They're exactly right. See, he gets it now because he, 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 he put it to his own field. So if he's a grammar it's Nazi, you should, instead of punching him, should I hit him with like a thesaurus? Yeah. Hit him. <laughs> hey, come on iPads now. Dictionary Throw the book at him. That all smart. No, it's it's. I, we got one get, more whiskey. I get the spearmint. Do we have time for the last whiskey. You gotta yeah, be quick. Yeah, I I get spearmint on this one. Spearmint. Yeah, I get the peach, but on the nose, and I get spearmint on it. God, I hate it. agreeing with you, Bob. And on the palate, I get the toffee, and I get the clove. I don't get the toffee. A little it bit of mild baking. Fruit. I get some mild baking spice on the on the again. Add some water. It's really either. nice. Yeah. Yeah. What adds, kind of spices do you bake with anyway? Clove mostly, and cinnamon. Mostly and, garlic and sand. And, uh, That's what I expect spice out of you. But all I'm spice and front. nutmeg A little bit and of cardamom. broken glass. Yeah. You know. Cardamom. That's good stuff. It's from India. But it's not in here. It's nice. Yeah, it's, it's going nice. the right direction. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to be rating the uh, Pinhook Ride On. Uh, three sips. Interesting. Again, another, yeah, I mean... Considering the age, these are great whiskeys, yeah, and I, I mean, really, really look forward to the new ones. Yeah, all Listen, right. So, two years, it's really pretty incredible what they've done for a two-year whiskey. Yeah. So you got to give them credit for that. Well, that's it. I mean, they, you know, again, all the whiskeys I've had from Pinhook, not just these, but all the ones in past years, they all punch above their weight. You know, right. I, that's the one. That's the one Sean's thing. Sean's doing a good job, common. man. Yeah. He's going to the do previous job. one, the rise, the Tis Rye time, obviously is a little bit older. It's four years, but you know they're not dramatically different. And so for two years, they're no, doing, no, they're doing no. Well. The, the the four the, the Tis Rye time punches punches up with so much more fruit that you don't get that in this one. You're you're talking about subtle peach and apricot. The other one was tangerine, man. That was over the top tropical. There's 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 a difference. There's a big difference, to me. All right. Well, let's move on to our last whiskey of the you show. Mind telling me what this is all about, Mister? <laughs> Are you ready? You mind telling me what this is all about, Mister? I'll be glad to tell you what it's about. There you go. The cream of Kentucky we got brand. A rule back home. If it's brown, drink it down. Yes, sir. The brand traces its roots back to the 19, to the 1880s when it was owned by I. Traeger & Company of Cincinnati. The brand was acquired during Prohibition by Shenley Distillers, who reintroduced the brand in 1934. Cream of Kentucky grew to become the leading one of the leading bourbon brands in the 30s and the 40s. One of the many victims of the decline in popularity of bourbon in the 60s and 70s, the brand ceased production and its trademark was abandoned. Enter Jim Rutledge former master distiller at Four Roses, who resurrected the brand. We have Too reviewed, young to retire, Jim. Too young to retire. I'm glad you got back in the game. We've reviewed several past releases, including their initial release and some of their single barrel products. This one, again, does not disappoint. You want to read what it is, though? Yes, of course. Would you like to know? Yeah. This is the Cream of Kentucky 
Batch number five, clocking it at 102 proof or 51% ABV for Justin, who's mathematically. One of these days, challenged. I'm going to write that wrong just to see if any. And idiots it's 13 years old. <laughs> yeah. It is 13 years old, age stated. So thank you, Harmeet, for pointing that out. It's, it's got a big a gorgeous, 13 right on here on the, on the label, dude. <laughs> it's got a gorgeous mahogany color. It's got Don't a mind if I pour some more. <laughs> beautiful traditional nose, toffee. Caramel, brown sugar, baking spice, just a lovely nose. Uh, to quote a guy named Bob, I could just sit here and nose this whiskey all day. Let's have some dead air while we all nose yeah. the whiskey. You know, you people that are listening, just leave us a give us yeah. give us a minute. Give, give us a minute, yeah. please. We didn't we didn't promise every minute would be entertaining. Yeah. We, some are for us. We we need some time alone <laughs> with the whiskey, please. <laughs> On the palate, it's beautiful. It's viscous. It's mouth coating. You've got all the traditional flavors of brown sugar and vanilla and toffee. It's just a delightful whiskey. It's well balanced. It's beautifully put together. It's got a beautiful long finish. What can I say? It does not disappoint. It uh, certainly compares nicely to all the previous batches. If you see a bottle, buy it. Oh, yeah. Justin, what'd you think? This is one of the better releases that come out every year, and you can occasionally sometimes find it, which makes it even more special for those people that are able to buy it. Again, uh, I think the price is... uh, not outrageous compared to some of the things you're not going to pay these ridiculous secondary prices that you exactly. some of the other unicorns. Yeah. It is attainable, and that's what I like. There's enough of it to go around. What do you uh, think, Brent? This, I like to say, is just your classic. Right? Classic. Cla- classic, you know, 13, 12-year-old, you know, 10-year-old bourbon. It's got all the notes that you want. You just want to sit back, put a little fire out there. Just uh, sit. It's actually a cold and rainy night for South Florida. I know. It got into the 60s. I'm worried. I'm not allowed to do a fire anymore. There's court orders after the. (laughs) You know, sit back, relax. Just sip this one. And uh, and enjoy. You don't need to on the EPA radar from all the smoke coming out of your last fire. Little bit of little bit of nip on the nose. You know, it's beautiful. The caramel, the oak, the vanilla. Beautiful, creamy mouthfeel. I just want to enjoy it. It's, uh, I'll tell you what. I'll trade you what's left in all my glasses for what's left in your I have the glass. bottle right here. <laughs> There's the actual bottle. We didn't drink that much of it. I have the bottle right here. Oh, I can by just the way, drink some more of that. What Cream, of, Cream of Kentucky. Thank you, Jim. You you were very generous enough. For your, your, thank you, Jim. Your, uh, your marketing people were generous enough to send us a full bottle for the sample. Yes, so. we appreciate that. Yeah. So we can share around a second round here. Right. No, you can't. Uh, Bob, give this Bob's got a, a nice, nice yeah. a nice warm Kentucky hub. Call nine one one. Yeah, it does that warm Kentucky hub? That's yeah. uh, it is. It's like like Brent said. It's 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 a classic bourbon profile. You know, the caramel is there. The brown sugar is there. Everything everything that you look well, for in a classic. It's not just bourbon. It's not just. But it's just amped up. It's well, complex. Yeah. It's super oh, no, complex, it's, and it's oh rich. no, it's it's got some layers to it for sure. Layers yeah. and layers of flavor. I mean, wow! Just but they're not flowers trying, and what sugars and what he's doing is he's keeping it true to form. Yeah. He's not trying to do something else to it. So there's so many, so many different distilleries and and things are trying to you know add a finish to it or do something different to make it you know stand out. I swear, this I get, one I get violets. I swear, I get violets on the back palate. This one stands <laughs> out by being a classic. Yeah, and that's how this one stands out just by being a classic. Is that violence or violence? Violins, violets. 
No, no, it's oh, violets. It's, it's floral. It's yeah. floral. Yeah. It's floral, and it's leathery, yeah. and it's, it's sugary, and it's the, it, there's like bread. violets and daisies just under yeah. underneath the palate. It's, I can't I mean, have gotta, carbs anymore. Look for it. So this is making me feel good. There you go. The sugars are non-digestible. For if all whiskey you doesn't make you feel there. good, there's something yeah. really broken in your soul. <laughs> yeah. This this is making me the carbs. This is making me miss the carbs I can't have anymore. This and that pin hook. That uh, which which pin hook was that? The uh, the tis rye time. Making me miss the carbs I can't have anymore. This is beautiful. Yeah. Any any of you guys well, doing the paleo diet or the like, what is it uh, called? What's Your the other opinion. stuff? I'm just keto? diabetic. I can do this stuff. Keto, paleo. Keto, keto, paleo. I'm on the eat less diet. It's eat less of what I ate before. No, no. It's working good. I'm on a seafood diet. I see seafood, I eat it. Yeah. Oh, you were finished. <laughs> Who will allow me to? <laughs> All right, whatever. We're going to be giving the cream of Kentucky batch five a well-deserved four sips. Well, that's all the time we have for today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap the subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or whoever the lady is that talks back to you on your phone to play podcasts, sip, size, and smokes. My wife talks back to me on my phone all the time. What yeah, do well, I the do? government has mine tapped, so it's a dude that answers me whenever I do it. So he works for the FBI. Uh, we love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sip, size, and smokes.com. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes. And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be checked? able to interact with the uh, thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. Do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help to us when we get to see your feedback as also, well. Also, we need to know pecan or pecan. Or what was the other one? Pecan. Pecan. Pecan, uh, pecan, or, pecan or pecan. You can one? also check out Brent Moore and myself on Facebook at the Bourbon Mafia. Uh, it's a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and interesting professionals. Want to thank our co-hosts for joining us today. Thank you, Brent. School. Eddie the Eagle. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. It's been a wonderful day in the basement. I like it in the basement. Thank you, Justin. Oh, uh, thank you, Bob. Take off, loser. Uh, 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 don't give me attitude, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Arm. Thank you, Bob. Oh, by the way, kids, unique or very unique? Is it wrong or is it super wrong? Oh, wrong Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> very unique is wrong. All I have to say um, to does you... Does internet porn know you're cheating on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Hate to admit it. I think you're right, Harm. <laughs> well, for Sip, Suds, and Smokes, this is Made Man Bob. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, and remember, life is too short to drink bad whiskey. All right, hey. All right, good job, guys. This has been a one-tan-hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 